0: Joining the chorus, it's time for another North Melbourne Footy Club update with Dean Vasic and special guests on Hashtag Kangaroos. Welcome to another episode. So my name is Dean Vasik. You can find me on Twitter at Hashtag Kangaroos. So today I was joined by Mark Hello once again, and he went through his version two team as well. Obviously, he had a few changes, a few controversial changes um, changes uh to his team in particular one big name that he that he wanted to leave out but there's nothing wrong with that he had a good account uh, of arguments and at the end of the day we're all entitled to our opinion anyways i will bring on mark right now and we'll go through his aversion to best 22 round one team all right so i'm joined once again by mark hello we're doing our Going through our version two teams. Uh, Mark, I can't remember your version one team, but it's obviously it's uh, changed a lot in the last couple of weeks after a couple of pre season games. So we'll start with your back line. Mm-hmm. Who you got in the back six?
1: So I've got Zeebel, Mackay, Turner, Hall, yep. uh, assuming he's fit, of course, and um, Core and Walker. Okay, yeah, you know,
0: pretty similar to me. So if Aaron Hall's uh, not fit, who are you going with uh, as a uh, running uh,
1: defender? uh I, I think I'm not necessarily sure it's the right choice, but I, I think they'll end up going the conservative route and put Hayden in there. Yeah are you happy with that? you don't sound so convinced so. <laughs> I'm not I'm, I, look I like Hayden as a player. don't get me wrong. He, he's super tough, he's very strong, he's quick he's powerful um, yeah. I, I think he still lacks a little bit of confidence. Yeah, um, it's just not quite sure he feels like he belongs yet, and, and that doesn't really lend itself to attacking play off half back, does it? So, yeah, um, yeah. I think he, I think he'll do a job, but it's going to leave us without that run and dash off half back. Um,
0: yeah, I mean it's an interesting one because the concerns with Kyron Hayden, he, d- he does get caught a lot with the ball, like his awareness mm. around him um, is pretty poor. Like no one's ever going to question his courage. He's probably one of the toughest, courageous players on, on the list, if not on the list, but. And his disposal can let him down too as well. So yes. it's just one. I think he's on the – look, they have played him. They played him against the Swans and uh, for parts against Melbourne as well. They have played him as a uh, – pretty much as a lockdown defender, but with Kane Turner there as your other lockdown small defender and Luke McDonald as well. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's enough
1: uh, room for him. But, um, oh, yeah, so you've just, you just, you just made me realise I've made a shocking mistake. I've left out Luke McDonald. Oh, have oh, there you go. <laughs> so, uh, well, there you go. So that's going to make things interesting for me because uh, now I don't know who else I'm going to leave out. But I, I'll, I'll have to correct that as we go. But apologies, that's, that was a silly mistake. That's <laughs> um, no, all right. Yeah, no, leaving all out good. a best and fairest winner. That's a bit harsh.
0: Well, I left out Jack Zeeble, the captain of the club, when I did my version of uh, <laughs> Uh, two teams. So yeah, and that was in the middle of the podcast. So that was a riveting podcast viewing, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, so I, I, just a- on
1: your just on your point with Mac- with um Hayden. I, I I think I think um if, yeah, if if Hall plays, um then um yeah, Hay- Hayden will be an emergency, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I, I, in, in in my time in, in my team, I should say, I had him on the interchange bench, but um, obviously McDonalds, I've got to bring McDonald back in, so he'll 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 go out onto the emergency list in that case. But yeah, I I, I, th- I just get the feeling with the way they set up against the Swans and the fact Gota didn't really come on till very late, mm. um, that they don't have him in their plans for round one.
0: No, I wouldn't think so. I don't think he's.
1: Uh is in the calculations at this stage, maybe during the course of the season,
0: but yeah, I'm happy for Certainly. him in the, in the reserves. Um, in saying that, like, would you, would you possibly even um, take out Walker and put in McKay and core as your two keys and key defenders and Zeeble as your third tall? or does that leave us too thin
1: and too small? Cause Zeeble I, can play for. I don't mind that. I don't mind that at all. But um I think with Hawthorne, they've got quite a few tools. So they're, they're and, look, it, it didn't really work with Zeebel against the Swans. Mm, yeah. Um, he, he seems to struggle when he's really got a tight matchup. up uh, I think they prefer him to float um, mm. and really just take the fourth best forward uh, yeah. rather than... Like, again, um, it was Heaney, wasn't it? He, he had real trouble with yeah. Heaney against the Swans. Um, yeah. And I, so, I look, at, but I, they could do that. I, I think if the matchup was right, they definitely could do that. And that, that would... Allows to be a little bit quicker on the mm. halfback line. But I think for the first round anyway, um, as long as his teeth are okay, yeah. um, oh, yeah, why, well. why, why would you not wear a mouth guard these days? I, was just, about
0: to, I was just about to ask you that. He's one of um, – and it's not just him. A lot of players do it. Like probably half the league don't wear a mouth guard. And I understand that it is hard to, you know, use your voice and, and so forth. But still, look, this is, your you know, your teeth. And you still can. You talk, you know, as long as they get getting a proper fit of ones, so yeah, I'm not too sure why you'd do that and you know, put yourself through all that agony going through a dentist. Like, I hate dentists at the best of times, let alone uh, if teeth
1: come yeah. out and go for, it's so forth. Yeah. So, crazy. My, my old man actually lost a tooth playing for North Melbourne seniors, so there you go. Uh, he, no, again, he, he also didn't wear a mouth guard. I don't, just crazy, it doesn't make sense. I mean, at least in the 1960s, the mouth guards weren't great, there's an excuse. <laughs> Yeah, oh, um, exactly. I don't even know math guards were around back then. So, yeah, there you go. So it was a bit different back
0: then. But now um, they're, they're pretty well fitted these days if you go to a dentist. And, and,
1: um, right. Yeah. Crazy. I mean, we just see an incident like that. It's just not worth it. Uh, nah. you no. Know, he would have. He probably wouldn't have even left the ground if he'd been wearing a mouth guard potentially. Oh, possibly. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Exactly. Oh, sorry, so, that, yeah. sorry that, that's not quite right, is it? He would have had to leave the ground. It's a pretty hard knock. But he might well have come yeah. back instead of going to hospital. So, oh,
0: He might come yeah. back 10, 15 minutes later just to do a concussion test or something like that. But um, Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it is what it is, I suppose. It's, that's his decision. So, and, um, so, Dean, how do you feel about the back line generally? Um, I think we're going to miss Aaron Hall. Uh,
1: yeah. I, I just If he doesn't play, yeah.
0: Yeah. I, I'm generally pretty happy with it. Like, uh, as far as one-on-one goes, like Mackay, Core, Walker, they're all, all – Pretty good players as, as far as that goes. Uh, Zebul as well. Uh, and McDonald's, you know, he, he's probably the one that steps up and gives you that drive from the back line. And you probably get a few yeah. midfields like a Terence Thomas will help out there as well. Jai Simkin and, and even uh, maybe Jared Polak if he gets yeah. a game. Um, will help with the drive. Uh, the, the main one I'm concerned with is probably Chad Wingard, who's got a habit of absolutely destroying us. I, I'm not too worried about the uh, tools like... Um, uh, yeah, their tools aren't. you know, they're not experienced.
1: Uh, key keep No,
0: I, I don't think they'll get on top of us. It's more Chad
1: Wingard if he if if he gets. Bruce, awesome Bruce, Bruce, and Wingard would be the worries. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Bruce as well. You yeah, know, you probably got. Uh, I think Kane Turner probably goes to Chad Wingard. He's 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 probably the the yeah number one small lockdown defender, and he'll probably get the first crack at him. And then uh, Luke McDonald probably plays on Luke Bruce. I would think so. I, so I, I yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see how that all uh, works out. Anyway, so we'll go through, through your
1: midfield. So who you got on the wing and in the centre square? So I've got Scott Simpkin, Polak, and uh, Polak selects himself now, given the coach has already said he's <laughs> definitely in. Yeah, yeah. Are, are you happy with that, you, or are you a bit surprised that he did say that? Um, I thought it was interesting, but I, look, I didn't mind too much because it, it, you could see he'd probably done enough in the in the couple of games. Um, yeah, and in the in intra-club game to sort of especially with uh once phillips went out it sort of again made it pretty pretty hard for them to leave him out but it, mm. it, from what i'm from what i'm hearing he he turned up last year uh in pretty poor condition um fitness wise mm-hmm. yeah right. uh, and they've said that he's he's starting to win the trust back so he, he he obviously was coming from a long way back but his my understanding is he's put in a huge pre-season and now he's got his um fitness levels back to where they were at, at his peak. So it, okay. it makes you think that really uh, he, the time at the, from the time he came to North, he really hasn't had his heart in it until they basically said, well, you're delisted. And we're, they must have – I wouldn't be surprised if they said so we're pretty close for just paying you out and kicking you out of here. Um, yeah. And yeah. I, maybe he decided that's not how he wants his football to end. So – Yeah. Um, I, interesting I think-
0: yeah, I think last year I think there was a possibility that he wanted to get traded after getting dropped. Um, pretty much being in, yeah, you know, the COVID effect, yeah. year, he really struggled. I think he wanted to go, and yeah, yeah, and I, I pretty much, I'm pretty sure he had a four out with Reece Shaw after that. Def, um, yeah, he probably wouldn't have been happy. Uh, and and I, I suppose he, you know, rightfully so because he played a pretty good game against Carlton, I remember, and then he got dropped. So I, I didn't. He
1: was him. in our best players. Yeah, yeah. that's right. I think he got two brownie um,
0: base or something like that. So yeah, and and he, and he was about to give us the lead at three quarter time till uh, Jasper Pittard had that brain fade. I remember he took a nice contestant. Mm. mark, and yeah. So look, I don't know if he's like um, he sort of spat at the dummy that he didn't get traded and thought, oh, "I'm just going to go half-assed about this." But like you said, I mean, the club had probably told him, "Look, either you work yourself out, otherwise we'll just pay you out, and that's that's the end of your AFL career." So you know, I mean, he's still got two years left, so. He, he might want another contract after that. You know, it's not it's obviously not going to be as big as this one. It'll probably be another one year. But if you know, if if he wants to go to another club and continue his career past the age of thirty, then, mm. yeah, he's gonna have to he's gonna have to put in the yards. And look, by the sounds of it, he's he's done all right. So yeah,
1: yeah. He's, well, he's, just we're just look, let's just gonna unity and and keep an open mind. And if, if he turns it on, we're all because he's got the quality he's uh, certainly yeah. got the skill set to be a good player so if, he, if he's running hard both ways and apparently he's got the fitness base to be able to do that now yeah, yeah. uh then then terrific because his disposals can, you know can be awesome when he's on so 100%. and going going into our forward line we absolutely need that
0: yeah yeah 100 percent. Like yeah when he's um running through the center square you you love to have a ball in his hands because he can't hit up a, hit up a target because he's he's probably the one of the most skilled players that in the team when he's when he's yep. going, but uh, if he's right. not, if his head's not right. Then forget it. You know, like you'll you'll be half ass. So that's an interesting one. And Bailey Scott definitely deserves his spot in the team, doesn't
1: he? He's just worked hard. You can tell he's he's working I mean, hard defensively, pathways both ways. Um, he's got hmm. the speed. I, I think he's got the talent, and he. I mean, he showed that in his first game for the club. Um, yeah, and I think his belief is starting to grow. He looks a lot stronger. Looks like he's put on a bit of weight. He looks a lot stronger now. So I, th- I think he could be in for a breakout year, Scott. I'm really hoping that's the case.
0: Yeah. Well, it's a big year for him. It's, it's a contract year. So you probably want to get a good deal for him uh, yeah. going forward for the next, you know, two or three years. So he might be able to, if he has a decent year, there might be clubs circling him. So it might put pressure on on North Melbourne to, you know, pay him a bit of money as well. So Yeah, absolutely. But, it's, it's definitely – it's not the crossroads. He's only 21 at the end of the day. But, um, yeah, he's definitely showed signs that um, he's going to be important for us just for that defensive side of his game. Mm. So, you know, and which which we kind of need. Yeah, you know, we've got a lot of, um, you know, one-way players, that are good attacking. We need the players that go the other way. Like we've talked about Polak, Simpkin, LDU. Stevenson. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're good going forward. But um, we, ne- we need those players that go the
1: other way as well. So, yeah. So I, I, yeah, the- I mean, I, I I think for for us to to have um you know to get the level of improvement where I think the mm. guys that you just mentioned are going to have to do the right thing around the team. Players like Stevenson, you know, LDU um, is a really good player. I'm not criticising these guys as footballers. I just I just think any successful yeah. side, and Melbourne's a classic example. They they said selfish, and that's what took them to the next level, and it means every player has to, has to play their role defensively. You just can't you can't make the top four if you don't do it. Um, no, that's right. Whether so it's hopefully a we'll, we'll see that. Yeah.
0: yeah. and it might come with maturity. A couple more seasons. It's all like it was only about two or three years ago. Melbourne, we're talking about trading Christian Petrarca because he was only one way player. You know, that Clayton oh, yeah, Bolu was 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 on the fringes getting traded to Carlton at one point. Um, but they, yeah. After a hundred plus games, you know, these people, these players, they they went in the gym. They they on. The week. Was another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're a very good player now on the wing. So, yeah, they've they've got that two way balance, and I think that just comes with maturity and uh, more pre seasons and looking after your body a bit better. I'm not too sure. Some maybe sometimes some some of these young blokes uh, probably just um, on an off day have have mackers and and so forth. So. You know, um, it's scary. It's scary. It,
1: it, it, you're absolutely right. hundred percent right. I mean, it's just, it's scary how professional you have to be now. It, yeah. It's, it's right, not you just cheating
0: take,
1: up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If you want to, if you want to take that next level, you're going to have to, you have to, you have to get, you have to get uh, everything right from, you know, outside of the training track to inside the training track and onto a game pretty much. Even, even okay. stuff these days, uh, sleep is mo- monitored very closely because that's, um, Obviously, very important to performance as well. So, yeah. yeah no, so well, like, so
1: talking of sleep, I'm, I'm expecting uh, Phillips will be getting a fair bit of that in the next few weeks. Uh, yeah,
0: yeah. i definitely feel for him. Uh, I have uh, – I, I, I remember when I was younger in high school, this is going back a long time, one of my friends had glandular fever and I went and seen him and he was just bedridden for about three months and he couldn't
1: move and, yeah, just yeah, just had no energy yeah talk i've had i've 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 had it i had it my final year at school and um uh when i was 17. so and and it i I was able to play footy that year so and that was so i think i was around october that i got it i was only just starting to come good the following february march um so look but but there is varying degrees of it so Um, I don't think from what, from what I've read, it doesn't feel like he's got a severe case or it, it may well be they've caught it early or they've, he's had it for quite a while. he's at the back end of it. Yeah. Um, so well, it must've been hard, hard for him getting through preseason if he was feeling lethargic all the time. He's done well. No, oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it, we only found out, uh, after
0: the Sydney game that, um, because I thought, oh, he didn't get a game, um. But uh, it, we found out he had an illness, and then a couple of days later, said no, he's got glandular fever and he's out indefinitely. So, yeah, I mean, I guess it uh, opens up more opportunities for other players at the end of the day. So we've
1: got all the time. Well, Jason, Jason Horn Francis is going to have more midfield time now, for a start.
0: Yeah, oh, look, I think he probably, the way he was training, he's probably going to get it anyway. Um, True. The, the way he's going, but um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll probably talk about him in a minute. So we'll go through your forward yep. line.
1: Uh, who you got? This is the hard. I find the forward line the, the most con- the confusing at the moment, especially with uh, due to the way um, X played on uh, against Sydney. But so, my forward line is uh Thomas, uh, Callum Coleman Jones, Jason Horn Francis, Zerha, Larky, and Stevenson. Okay,
0: yeah, no, that's, yeah, um, so Zerha, so Larky, like yeah, that's it's yeah, pretty similar to mine, um.
1: Do you have Callum Coleman-Jones in your side? Uh,
0: No, I I took him out only based because I wasn't... I wasn't, like... I I mean, it's a a tough gauge because he played against Melbourne against Mm. Max Dorn the first game, and he wasn't as impressive as Tristan Sherry was last week. So I've actually got Todd Goldstein in the forward line, and Callum Coleman-Jones is an emergency. Um, But, yeah, I mean...
1: Well, look... I, th- I think you're right. I think that's exactly what's going to happen. My yeah. my concern is that um, that didn't work last year. Not I'm not talking about the ruck because I think Cherry's Zer- yeah. um, proven now he's going to be a very very good ruckman. But the yeah. concern still revolves around that forward structure didn't work at all last year, and I'm yeah. and I'm worried it won't work again this year. So whereas Callum Coleman Jones, I agree, wasn't as good as Cherry uh, in the ruck. But he probably doesn't have to have to be if he's seventy percent in the on the in the forward line. And I think out of out of the three of them, he's the best forward, clearly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh. And that's where we've that's where we've got issues. The issues aren't in the ruck because obviously Goldstein's a great ruckman. So, n- but now we're we're in a squeeze in a situation where you, you can't drop X. He's played too well against Sydney, and I, I can't <laughs> see them turning around and dropping Goldstein. But that's if it was my choice, that's what I'd do, because I, I yeah, think I Cherry. Ruckman, and I think Calum Coleman Jones should play, you know, seventy percent the forward line. But you know, I, I just it would there'd be an absolute, there'd probably uh, be a massive outcry if that happened. But I think by the <laughs> end of the year, by the end of yeah. the year, that's a possible, a real possibility.
0: Well, yeah, you never know. I mean, they're obviously trying that. I mean, I think I mentioned it um, uh, in the last practice match that uh, Tristan Sherry attended fifty-one ruck uh, contests, yeah. and Todd Dilsley attended forty-two. So, you're obviously, have you got all three of them in your team at the moment? No, or... well,
1: in, in my team, I've got Golson as the emergency, even though no. I, I know I'm just, I'm dreaming that's not going to happen. <laughs> um, but, yeah. but in terms of team balance, that's what I would do based purely on form and the fact Golson just has not, he's got a whole career hardly playing forward at all. Yeah. And now we're suddenly going to have him as our second tall forward. I oh, just, to me, that's a huge risk. Uh, mm. I think that's more risky than him not playing at all. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, a fair... But, point. Yeah. Yeah, but no. look, I mean, a lot of supporters would, you know, want to strangle me saying that, and that I understand <laughs> that he's been a cha- champion of the club. No, uh, no, the good thing about it, we're, we're all entitled to our
0: opinions, and you've made valid arguments against it. So, yeah, no, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I just haven't seen enough from Kelly and Jones to convince me to say, yeah, no, he's in our best... Yeah, he's one of the, yeah one of our great forwards or anything. Like that. He's only played eight AFL games and he's played a couple good as a forward. But I, I just think like, I think I'd I'd be happy to give Goldstein a chance up forward because there was one one on one contest last week against Rampy who panicked when the ball was kicked to him and he got a free kick. Goldstein and kicked a goal, so I think if you put the ball in the right spot for Goldstein, I think he'll cause a bit of panic.
1: The worst thing, right. <laughs> I, look, I hope I, you're right. right. Look, he he could he, look. He's a, such a talented footballer. Goldstein may well, you know, prove yeah. me wrong and kick kick three goals. And I, and I certainly hope that's the case. I just yeah. I saw enough of Coleman Jones in those games for Richmond last year to say he's a natural forward, especially the game where he kicked four. Mm. Um, I, I'm you know I haven't seen enough of him playing in the ruck. And you're right, he's only played eight games. So it's you know Goldstein's been a champion for the club for a long time, but it has has been in the ruck. So. Yeah. Oh, and the other, the other, my only other concern is at the end of the day, if we're talking about a future premiership side, right now it's not Goldstein's not going to be in there. He's not going to be around no, there. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. at some point this year they're going to have to think about that. And if, if Cherry's going to be the number one ruckman and Callum Coleman Jones is going to be the second, at some point they're going to have to go with that. So it's an yeah. it's a controversial one. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. I, look, but as you know, as you said, Goldstein did look dangerous at times against Sydney. Much more yeah. than he did against Melbourne. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let, yeah, let's I'd, hope it works. And Zerha will be in that, in that mix, again. Yeah. That, who wasn't against Sydney. So that obviously helps. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, yeah, he's a pretty important. Um, not so. He was for his uh, defensive pressure, Zerha, He can, you know, he, he does chase and tackle. And when he does that, then the rest of his game comes together. It's more at the start of uh, last season. He, he sort of went away from the defensive pressure first and trying to take stupid marks. Uh, in the air marks, and, yeah, really struggled the first few rounds like a lot of them did. And then once he started mm-hmm. doing the defensive things first, then the offence came with that. And he started kicking two or three goals a game, basically, and um, had a really good yeah. year, finished the year. And, yeah, like you said, Jason Lord francis uh, Taryn Thomas, they'll be rotating through the middle as well. So you'll probably get spells of... Uh, Maybe Luke, uh, Luke Davies, Uniack, um, Jai Simkin, even popping forward for spells as well. So, yeah, I'm not too worried about that. And, yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I think you, I think you, you, you got valid points with Goldstein as well. So, we'll go to the, we'll go to the rucks in the mid, um, ruck rover and rover. Who you got there?
1: So I've got Cherry Greenwood and yeah, so those three probably pick themselves. Yeah, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah, with um. Will Phillips now it probably uh, leaves us a little bit thin. I mean, you've lost Will Phillips, Jed Anderson, Ben Cunnington. It probably just leaves us a bit thin now, doesn't it? Well, it was a
1: midfield. Well, we're still we still got six quality midfielders there. Um, yeah. because you, you've still got you've still inexperienced though. Jason Horn, Francis, Powell, and Taran Thomas. You know, outside of the other three. So fortunately, we've got so much depth in our midfield. Generally, we we can get away with it. But again, a couple more injuries, and suddenly we are very thin. Um, yeah, yeah, hundred you
0: know,
1: well, percent. Then then we're looking like we then we have to bring Scott and Taylor, Curtis Taylor, potentially into the midfield. Yeah,
0: who, who might which might happen anyway. Like he might get a little spell yeah. in the, you know, Curtis Taylor. Uh,
1: yes. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, there's nothing. Yeah, I mean that's pretty much the same as my ruck ruck rover rover. So who you got an interchange
1: to finish off your team? So I've got Powell, Mahoney, and Taylor. Uh, and Mick, at the moment, it's McDonald, but it won't be McDonald. He'll start on the ground. But uh, <laughs> that, 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 that's essentially the side. Uh, Hayden, uh, or oh, so I've got golson as the emergency uh, yeah, with Hayden yeah. and Curtis and uh, potentially go to or Ford um, yeah. as emergency. Are. So I think Mahoney certainly has to play. He's, he's been terrific in the preseason. He just keeps getting better and better. Uh, yeah. power powers same thing and K- curtis taylor's he's not sitting the world on fire but he's been consistent
0: yeah no he's been okay in the two games yeah. uh, that, that, was, that i've seen him uh no no lucky young i thought he's been okay so i it again
1: uh no lucky young in your team uh he's a bit unlucky well it's a good point <laughs> he'll um yeah. gee it's hard to squeeze them all in isn't it if hall doesn't play he's a chance yeah. He'd be a chance. Yeah. Uh, he might be a better option than Hayden, actually, in terms of at least giving a bit more run. Um, yeah. So well, he's one yeah. of the
0: best players in the club. So
1: mm. yeah, yeah, he athletes. did. He did okay against the Swans. He wasn't fantastic. He was better against yeah. Melbourne, I thought. Yeah, he was one of the best players against Melbourne, I thought.
0: That, yeah. So and he's okay against the Swans. He's got good running capacity, but he's probably a wingman as well, isn't he? Like, I don't know if he's good. Like, he could. I don't mind him in a team if you if you don't play Josh Walker because he could, you know, like yep. if class, like he's probably a good medical sub because he's got a bit of versatility. He can play as a backman uh, on a, or uh, or even, you know, can pinch it forward. He's, he's done it for the Bulldogs as well. So I don't mind him in that sort of role as your medical sub. So because that's, yep. that's what you want right. is your medical. You want that uh, utility player just in case, you know, you know it covers all bases really. So, uh, that's rather a good point. Yeah, rather than probably a Goldstein who could only play as a ruckman or something like that, so or a Tristan Sherry <laughs> or something. So,
1: yeah, I hope they don't put in Curtis as a as the sub. I, I didn't like that last year when we had a few guys play their first game as a sub. I, I think that's a terrible way to debut. Um, yeah, I,
0: I think it's not really a debut, is it? Like they they no. spent the whole game as a sub and they haven't come on. I think there was one player. It was Eddie Ford. Did that?
1: Yeah, they did it with Eddie Ford and and, and um. Oh, the other one—the other one I've left out, uh, yeah. Charlie Lazar. I think he he debuted that way too, didn't he?
0: Yeah, he debuted round one, but he got on with about fifteen minutes to go because he caught hurt his foot. I think so. Yeah, it's,
1: it's, you've got your family there, and then you're not—they're not sure whether you're going to play. I just anyway, it's just—it's not—it's not, it's not yeah. ideal. I I think if they've done enough to get a debut, let them play. Let them know they're going to play.
0: I just think play with five interchanges. you might as well just do that. Don't don't need Oh
1: yeah, I know exactly. I agree with that too. Absolutely. I think it's yeah. Silly. I don't think we have
0: to get technical and you know have medical subs or anything like that or red vests or all that shit. So yeah, I was just about to ask you about Lazara. You you don't have him in at the moment? No, I don't. No, I, I thought
1: I thought he was very quiet against Sydney and just hasn't yeah. quite quite done enough now to get himself in I, I, I think he's not far off but um and he'll he'll be well there, there's your backup in terms of the midfield as well yeah
0: um, well, one more injury like tom powell gets injured or something then he probably has to come in uh
1: but it, it, it just shows there's a few players that have been doing okay through the season you can't squeeze in even with the injuries we've got so we the depth's definitely built i mean curtis he looked he looked good again I, i'm I am sorry, look good again. He played a, a top game. Um, well, you you know this better than I did. You, I think you might have been seen him um, at the VFL game. Apparently, he played really well again. Yeah, I, I didn't actually see him, but um, oh.
0: yeah, no, I wasn't there. I was. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, but um, I heard good things about him. That uh, he had, a, in particular, in the second half. But he was our, the best AFL-listed player uh, from the VFL. Mm. I think we had. I think we had seven players playing, and he was the best one out of them, so from the AFL listed. And, yeah, he hasn't set a foot wrong in the intra-club matches
1: or the you no. know, pre-season no, games. No. He's, he's inching. He's very close. He'll, he'll play sooner or later. He's going to get a game. If he keeps keeps playing the way he is, it's just a matter of time. And Combin's the same. I, yeah, think yeah. I, can't, I can't see it being long before Combin getting a game.
0: Yeah, are you um, I'm surprised that he's probably he's probably not even in the calculations? I, I think he's done a full preseason as well, and I think the club rating very highly. But um,
1: yeah, I looks think like... they rate him extremely high. I mean, they, yeah, whenever they talk about him, they're glowing about him. I I, yeah. I just think at the moment we've got we've got the opposite problem to what we had last year. We just yeah. it felt like we were so devoid of tall forwards last year. Poor Larky was just getting double teamed, uh, which yeah. he was against Sydney, by the way. Um, yeah. And and they would just intercept marking and walking the ball out. Well, this time we've got Callum combin Jones, Combin, you know. And then now there's serious competition for that first ruck role. So you're either going mm. to have Cherry or uh, Goldstein down there. So it's it's a lot more difficult for Combin to get in. But it, it, it's only a matter. Of, it's like Kurt. It's just a matter of time before he gets a game. Uh, yeah. And I I think once he comes in, he'll play well enough that it'll be very hard to leave him out again. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Uh, are you happy? That's uh, are you confident? I should say that um, this team could get over one against Hawthorne, who have been, I, I reckon, have had a pretty poor pre season themselves, haven't they? So, yeah,
1: are you confident that we could, yeah, I'm, knock them? I'm off? very. I don't know why, but I'm extremely confident. I, 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 I think we've just been holding back a bit in these. Yeah, I might be might be wrong, but I just think Noble to me came across as someone very, very confident. Uh, yeah. post this post the, the Swans game. I'm not sure why. we weren't, It's not like we were brilliant, but I think he knows <laughs> we've got the pieces in place uh, yeah. against Hawthorne. I, I, I think he's been trialling stuff, I, I, and I think he knows they've got another level to go to in terms of um, pressure once the real stuff starts. So, And the yeah. players seem very comfortable as well. I, I think they know where where they're at, whereas Hawthorne, I think, yeah. and, and this uh, is not surprising, given the change of coach and everything else that's going on there. I think they're a bit lost at the moment. Yeah,
0: um, it didn't. It didn't go well. Um, the, the transition from Alister Clarkson to Sam Mitchell. No. Uh, I think that's affected him. Uh, and, and a few. And if they pretty much try to get rid of a, you know, the senior blokes. Uh, and they're trying to trade him. There's no secret about that. But there are off, the offers. You, you can't get good offers for players in their thirties. That's like us, you know, trying to trade you know, Todd Goldstein for a first-round pick, you're just not going to get it. Or even, you no. know, or, or Judd Polak for a second rounder or something. Teams just aren't going to, you know, give them away,
1: you know, for... That's you know, right. Yeah, look, if, point, Jack Gunson, if Jack Gunston hadn't had a back injury, yes, yeah. then I'm sure he's the sort of player that they might have got a second-round pick or maybe a late first, at, you know, at best, but yeah. not now. I mean, they're, yeah. they're all at the end of their careers. So yeah, I mean, they're yeah.
0: Yeah, Chad Wingard's so, thirty now. Uh, Luke Brewster's in his thirties now. All very good players. Maybe you know when two years two years ago they would have had value, but now they just got um, you can't you can't uh, get rid of them for much. And uh, teams teams are very reluctant to give away draft picks now. So you know the, No, that's right. Yeah, and that's... drafts are usually pretty even after the first ten picks. We're going so into the yeah. pool.
1: Oh, well, there you go. So yeah, yeah. You could be going into the pool, so that's good news. <laughs> <laughs> yes, one nine-year-old's keen to get down. We're up, we're up in Queensland. He's keen to get down to the pool. <laughs> oh, that's right. Of... I thought he might have uh, given us some information about the Hawthorn people. No, I, was, I, I think I'm uh, I'm equally confident about the um, the get the, the week the week after that against West Coast. I, I think we're going to get off to a good start of the year. Um, uh, well, that's okay because it's been a while. It's been a very long time, and I, I think um, I'm not saying that we. You know, that's going to Propel us towards, uh, you know, a miracle finals run. But I, I just think, um, I think there, I think we, saw, I saw enough, and, and we saw enough of supporters in the back half of last year, yeah. to be to be very disappointed if they came out in the first round and we're suddenly back to where we were at the start of last year. I just can't see why that would happen. I know, you know, David King and a few others are concerned about game plan yeah. and not being able to see what they're doing. But I thought David Noble's response to him was reasonable, and he said there was a significant improvement in the second half of last year, which you can't do that with no game plan. You can't just suddenly no, no. start winning games. Yeah. Um, now, look, that, that said, I know the transition to the forward line, when we're not playing well, it looks poor and it looks like there isn't a plan behind it. But um, yeah. I, I, th- I think he wants to move it quickly. That's that's the game plan. But to do that, things have to, you know, to be working. So I, yeah. I think it will again. Good win. And hopefully, which I can't be myself because I'm up in Queensland, but um, I'm hoping there's a huge crowd there. Yeah, yeah I'll,
0: look, I'm, I'll definitely be there. I've already got tickets, so, yeah. I mean, if, if, if not anything else, just see suggestion and Francis, basically, so, <laughs> and, and probably witness the game. So, yeah, well, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like, anything can happen round one as well. It's not usually an indication uh, for the season because you always get two or three upsets that are just against the norm. I mean, I think it was a couple of years ago. I think Gold Coast knocked off Western Bulldogs in one of the early rounds and so forth and won their first three games and only won one more game for the rest of the season. So usually by about round six or seven is an indication of how your team's going to go throughout this course of the year. But,
1: uh, yes. yeah, it
0: would be nice after a wooden spoon to get off to a really good start. And, um, yeah, it's pretty important for us, I think, to get off. Of, well, uh,
1: it's, it's been a long time since we've had a player where the crowd goes berserk if he just goes near the ball. And I think that's going to happen for the first time um, yeah, in a long yeah. time with jason on france it hasn't happened since Kerry, so that'll yeah. be exciting in itself yeah definitely yeah no
0: looking forward to it actually so yeah it's probably the first time in a long time like we kind of knew this time last year there was going to be a long season even before round yeah. one so yeah i mean i expect gradual improvements this season and um yeah certainly looking forward to seeing some individual players well it's probably a good thing you are in Queensland, Mark, there's probably uh, people looking for you after naming Goldstein in his emergency. So, That's, you know. right. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> people right. uh, like Profile now. So, no, nah, <laughs> it's all, all good. You're, everyone's entitled to their opinion and um, happy to
1: share it. And your arguments were very valid. So. Uh, it's, just, yeah. it's just something to think about going into the back half of the year, I think, more, more likely yeah. than the first round. But it, it, it will be interesting to see how all that plays out between those three players as the year goes on. Yeah, definitely. I think they'll –
0: They'll definitely probably play all three of them at uh, certain points as well during the course of the year. So, yeah, whether it happens so. round one or round five or whatever, yeah, I think it will happen at some point during the course of the season. Uh,
1: uh, yeah, that, that's true. Although, that said, I think a combination of... Um, I think they can play Combin side two of them. It, it, mm. And I think that they might end up preferring that because he's more versatile and he's got speed and he can run. But... Um, Look, there's always injuries and stuff, so it'll it'll work itself yeah. out. Form will be the guide in the end. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Couldn't
0: agree more. Well, anyways, Mark, uh, if people want to chat to you and abuse you, where can they find
1: you on Twitter? <laughs> um, it's just uh, what is it? Mark Halo Seven, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, that's it. H A Double L O, just uh, if That's it. it.
0: Yeah, definitely yeah. no halo. No, 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 no Beyonce. So, yeah. That's Anyways, the right. kids get to the pool mark, so you better go do the right thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'll uh, chat to you very soon. I'm sure.
1: Have a great week. Fingers crossed, we have a big win. Yeah, definitely. And go the ruse. Go the ruse. Good on you, Dean.
0: So thanks to Mark for sharing his version 2 team. Obviously uh, made a little bit of a mistake leaving Luke McDonald out and probably the most controversial one was uh, having Goldstein out of the team but like I said he had good counter at the start of the show, like I said uh, he had good counter arguments against it and he just felt like Callum Coleman-Jones is probably going to be the best option as a forward and Tristan Sherry is just too good to leave out as number one ruck based on his uh, form against the Sydney Swans and his pre-season as well. So yeah, that's that's It it's going to be an interesting uh, selection battle. Obviously, teams will be first announced on Thursday. And then on Friday, it'll be finalised for the Sunday game, uh, which we all can't wait for. It's going to be a cracking game. Hopefully, it's a good day. Not not too hot for the boys. But um, I guess the girls have played in pretty hot conditions all uh, all summer. So, yeah, I mean, they can't complain too much. But, uh, no, it should be a cracking game. And uh, really looking forward to it. Uh, anyways, that's it for this episode uh, if you need um if you want i, I will be uh do another episode uh which i'll release tomorrow as well it 's uh it's an episode for the AFLW review which uh i 'll do an interview with zach um uh, at some point in in the next uh next day or so so yeah, um, I'll do a, a review of that, and then I'll do an AFLW preview. An AFLW preview. I will do an AFLW preview for you next week and an AFL preview as well with uh, a Hawthorne supporter. So, yeah, that'll all come up next week. So, obviously, I'm bringing out a bit of content at the moment, um, which I love doing. So, if I didn't love doing it, I wouldn't do it. So, yeah, no, it's, it's very easy for me to talk about North Melbourne Football Club because I'm so passionate about it. And like all of you, all uh, you lovely listeners, we want to see them do well. Anyways, that's it for this episode. Um, I will, yeah, like I said, I'll be back. Yeah, there will be a few episodes coming out in the next uh, few days. Uh, I will be away in the middle of next week. I've got a, I've got a wedding. uh I'm going away for a couple of days with uh, the missus, so that'll be good. Uh, anyways, that's it. Uh, and today, I will leave a shout-out to Eddie Ford. Bye for now.